Hello everyone and it's March 19th and this is Movies Bullshit and Wrestling. I said that backwards but you know the drill. You know the drill. At this point I I don't even, we might as well just call it everything. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. LJH, Negan Mox, Frankie X. And in case you live under a bubble, there's a lot going on in the damn world that involves delays. A certain chairman of a certain federation fucking losing his mind. But we're going to get into director's chair and look at the big screen because we got movie news before we go into anything else. Otherwise, we'll never get through it. (laughs) All right. So with everything going on with COVID-19, a lot of things have been pushback things are ruining our lives yeah things that be are being considering pushback and universal even said you know what we're gonna push some things on 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 stream so with that here's frankie with the list of things that universal took to stream okay uh universal uh announced the other day that they are gonna stream on demand the Hunt, uh, Invisible Man, and Trolls World Tour for the kids. Yep. For twenty bucks. Just run off to see that. And um, Warner Osley went on. Also said that Birds of Prey is going to be on demand next Tuesday, an early release. And uh, same thing with the gentleman. Um, a lot of movies, and, uh, just last night, Bloodshot with Vin Diesel, who just came out also in the theater, is gonna be on demand, I believe it's this Tuesday the 24th. So, all these movies that just came out are basically going on the streaming service. Because, you know... Except for Disney movies. Yeah, they have to make money somehow. Um, Jungle Cruise is being talked about being pushed back. Which I think is crazy. That don't even come out till June. July. Excuse me, July. And, you know... We still don't have a date for A Quiet Place 2. You don't have a date for a lot of movies. Though. We don't have a date for... You don't have A Quiet Place 2. You don't Mulan. Have a, n- new, new Mutants Mulan. Black Widow got pushed back. Sorry. You only have two movies in May. It's Scooby and Spongebob. If it goes into theaters... We'll be talking about them going to stream soon, too. Especially because, uh... And by the way, Marvel fans, they're not putting Black Widow on Disney+, Plus, so you can forget that. Yeah, it's probably not gonna happen unless Disney really caves. Um... Let's go in there gun and be like, listen! <laughs> but... It's a virus and I need my movie. We didn't hear... <laughs> Do you have anything about upcoming or what they're discussing as far as movies? Joey's raising his hand. Go ahead, Joey. Guys, you know the AMC theaters are closed, right? Yes. Every single one of them. Mm-hmm. So I got an email from Amazon, from not Amazon. Well, we'll talk about Amazon stealing my soups. I said, do you think it's bad? Okay. So anybody who has a list, your account is not paused. They're not charging you. They're, they've essentially said, listen, we have an on-demand service. You can use that. But since the theaters are closed, right, your accounts are paused. You can't use them. So I thought, oh, all right, I'll go in there. And some services are charging $20 for a movie. 
which is all right if you're watching it with everybody. Right. But I'm not going to spend $20 a movie on, like, three different movies by myself. Right. When I have a, a thing that I pay $25 a month for. You know? So that's the that's the thing. With all the AMC theaters closed, they they paused everybody's subscriptions. They even said they'll let you know when it starts again. So, you know, they'll give you a heads up when the billing starts again. But it says that they're going to be, like, two months. They're, they're thinking they're going to be closed. Yeah. They're trying to really get a hold on this. Um, the DMV is now closed. I can't even go get my, my tags redone. The library is closed. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping I get my ID soon because I did mine through the... Through Trenton, so we'll see how that works. Uh, the range is closed, but you can still go buy guns and ammo. Which, side note, gun sales are really, really up in this state right now. So, remember when the division was showing people shooting each other for toilet paper? <laughs> remember that. <laughs> well, let's hope we don't get to that point. I don't think we will. I but Because uh, we've got, what, there's like 200 and something cases in New Jersey out of the 6 million people that live in this state. Yes, but off topic. Yeah. Any other movie news that we have? Uh, what they're planning coming out? What what's is it? What's wrong? supposed to go into production? What's not in production? Everything's been on hold. Is Hollywood's it? losing billions of dollars. Absolutely. And movie theaters are hurting. Employees are hurting. And until this and condemn fixes, you know, they get a right. What do you call? I just had a thought. Go ahead. Hollywood's going to lose billions of dollars, and they're going to have to struggle to recover. Like, is there some kind of recovery for them? Because... Well, if we know what... This will be movie talk slash bullshit here, because we're basically that's what we're doing. Yeah. Here's the thing. Disney put out a statement. You know, Disney's uh, theme parks around the world are each close for about two to three weeks. Mm Mm-hmm. They estimated that Disney's losing about $12 per day. Yeah. And so somebody had asked Disney, you know, most of your stuff is your park sales as well as your movies. How do you feel about this? Disney looked right at them. Disney looked right at them on Twitter and put chump change. Mm-hmm. We opened a park. The minute we open a park, we'll make all that back in two weeks. Exactly. Uh, Which for Disney isn't uncommon. No, they they make millions. Yeah, they could. Um, they can afford to lose a couple million dollars, but they the thing that's killing Disney right now is their deadlines with their construction. Yeah, that's what's killing them right now. And like I said, we have that Six Flags has their Jersey Devil situation where they can't get the parts. I'm pretty sure they're gonna can't they're gonna push opening day back. They've already have. They just haven't announced it announced it yet. Yeah. Because the um our, the governor of New Jersey they said that all theme park stuff must remain closed to whatever. Yeah. Um. Like, I thought it was funny when they were saying, oh, we're going to close everything for 30 days. It's not like something like this is just going to decide after 30 days, hey, it's been real, and just walk away. Yeah, yeah I mean, know, well, we're, 30 we're days talking, is... 30. Some, some people are talking July. I heard somebody say November the other day, and I was like, it's not not that long. Like No, um, you can't close everything for that long. That's going to be... In- that's going to be a thing. Life's got to yeah. eventually move on, but we're going to do what we can to keep it under control. Yes. But, um... Yes, we're all doing our part. The thing with so. great, the thing with great adventure, is that they're probably going to end up picking a date in May, which yeah. isn't uncommon for Six Flags. They honestly, they really, they used to actually open. Harbor usually yeah. opens in May. They, so. they, 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 they used to open in May before they started holiday in the park. Yeah, it used to be May, and then that would May through then. So don't worry, 
We'll still have Fright Fest news for you when that comes. Oh, they better not cancel my Fright Fest. Nah. They better be gone by that. The only thing I'm going to say is, where the hell was Corona when Goldberg was beating the Fiend in two minutes? <laughs> Damn it! We missed, we missed our chance. Yo, time machine right now. Go get the DeLorean. <laughs> Why's it got to be a DeLorean? Because this is a movies slash whatever podcast and Back to the Future. So Great scotch, Joey. Come on. Think, so, think outside the box. Something wrong with your truck. It's we, not my fault. We could turn I, your truck into a time machine. No. I wanted to do, No. If we're going to build a time machine, we should use something with a little style. <laughs> or find one in a cave somewhere. We just literally just totally just went through the movies and references. <laughs> but seriously, where was Corona when Goldberg was beating the Just remember, <laughs> I'll never let go when we're in that time machine together. <laughs> as long as they don't name a ravine after me, we'll be all right. Because I fell into it because you weren't paying attention. Hey. Whatever you want to say. but uh, uh, Yeah, Hollywood's going to lose millions. Yeah, Disney's losing millions. I, for Disney, it's not really a big thing, but Disney could not stay closed for eight months. No, they're they not going to stay. No, they're not going to stay. They're not. They've already confirmed it. Not, they can't do that. It's going to get to the point where, where uh, the the army of Mickey Mouse is in their battle armor and their Mickey heads are going to mark. Now I don't know if. Now I don't know if Universal will make that money back mm-hmm. as quickly as Disney. No, because Universal is a separate park and their their numbers. They're high, but they're not nearly as high as most like Disney parks are. Only because Universal doesn't really cash in too much on the hotel business as well, where Disney has all the hotels linked into their stuff. The one, the the one that's hurting Universal the most is Universal Japan. That's a big money maker for them. Yeah. So there's that. Then there's the. And then there's this stuff going on where, you know, no matter how much this is affecting people, you got Italy who's trying to make the most of it. As you were talking about, They're they were literally singing Nakamura's theme in the, in the streets. Seriously, go look it up. It's hysterical. I saw a video of them singing Black Sabbath. That was pretty cool. You know, that's the thing. We all need to just work together on yeah, this. Yeah, kind of. We need to be, you know, uh, you know, I hate to use him as a reference because uh, I'm not too fond of the guy. But a couple years ago, Chris Christie, the governor of New Jersey, had a, cream. Yeah, had a saying. And that was stronger than the storm. Mm-hmm. You know what, guys? Let's hashtag it. You know, we got to be stronger than the virus. Just try to hey, if try to keep life going it, as much as it. you can. You know, it's, <laughs> you know... Um, China's starting to see an, an improvement. Hopefully, that improvement they will come. They closed he- all the all the, the hospitals, the temporary shelters. So they've gotten to the point. I think it was fifteen cases a week they're up to now, which is better than the fifteen thousand they were yeah, getting. They're starting to see a lot of progress, and China's starting to go back to normal life. Our, which our hopefully governor, we will get back to that normal life. Our governor quickly. said the way the way our healthcare works, you could get it, not even know you have it, and be over it in a couple days. Like right, so you know, like I said, we we just we get we got to be stronger than it. That's yeah. what it basically comes down to. Just do the right thing. You know? I would like to find the people who think that it's funny when when things like this happen, like hurricanes. You get all the gamers get all under their games because they can't go anywhere, and they decide, hey, let's attack the servers and ruins everybody's fun. Because whoever that was that was messing with Modern Warfare the other night, I I, I hope you get it. I hope the virus gets you. <laughs> all right. Like, 
What or, is it? What is it about every time we have a pandemic? All the gamers go, eh, we'll just join the community and we'll all just have fun together. And there's always that one asshole who goes, let's mess with it. <laughs> Yeah, because that happened during Sandy too. Remember? That's how they get their um. That's how they get. That's how they get their kicks off. You know, it's just it's cruel. They ain't getting any, so they got to get it over on everybody else. Basically, <laughs> now I understand that we you have gaming news. Yes, the Resident Evil Three demo has dropped today, and my God, if 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 this game does not get at least a Game of the Year nomination. Just from this, just from the demo that I've seen, I'm gonna be shocked. Resident Evil Two got it last year. They were they were up for it. I don't know how that other game won because I call, I played it. I hated it. Sekiro wasn't into it. But with the Resident Evil Three demo out now, Doom comes out tomorrow. You've got all these game releases coming on. The game industry is where they're gonna start making all their money, right? Because you can't go to the movies. You can't go out to stores and really buy anything because people keep stealing it or taking it. I have a story for you. From the front lines of working in a grocery store during this, you're gonna, you guys are gonna laugh at this. And to the people who did it, boy, are they they for surprised because you know we're in a state of emergency. So, but uh, with Resident Evil Three's demo coming out, Resident Evil Three comes out in two weeks. I've played the demo like eight times. There's no time limit. You can just do whatever you want. You know, they give you enough ammo to kill everything. Except Nemesis. Good God, when he dropped down in front of me, <laughs> and I thought, all right, this isn't gonna be so bad. He can literally stun lock you and kill you. Wow. Yeah. I was, I said, I'm having a proud dad moment because I, I let my 12 year old play it today and he was, can I play there more? I'm like, yeah, sure, let's play Resident Evil 2. Eh, never mind. After he played the devil, he was a little nervous. Because, you know, we have both bullet sponge zombies now. You know, it's not like you could just shoot them and they die. <laughs> yeah, well. But they said Doom Eternal comes out tomorrow. You know, I've seen people streaming it, and I'm like, I don't, I don't want to be like, I don't want to spoil it for me. So I'm just gonna, I'll watch the streams later as I'm playing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the game industry is actually gonna do pretty well right now, especially in digital sales. You don't right. have to go out to the store; you just buy it on your console. Yeah. You know, Xbox is running weekly deals on like big titles now. Well, they've always. It's just a matter yeah. of. Had you seen the Series X? Yes, I can't. That system looks awesome. It does, and now the can't PS the PS Five is coming out. Uh, they they just released the specs on it, and the the build on the PS Five is is actually pretty impressive. That thing's gonna have so much power to put out. But they're saying that the X, they're saying the Series X is stronger. Yes, um, and it comes with a disc tray, so you don't yes, have to worry. <laughs> they both do, um, and it'll be because how did that work out for that digital Xbox? Not so well. No, the sales were actually terrible. Really bad, yeah. But uh, because people still have hard copy Blu-rays and stuff they yeah. want to watch. And not to not only mention that, it's actually a lot easier for, let's say you, you want a game, but you don't want to spend $60 on it digitally. It's very easy to find copies of games, like physical copies, that are a lot cheaper. Right. You know, like if I want um, to buy The Division, if you go to buy it digitally, it's still like $60. But I can buy it from like Amazon or, or even for 10 bucks. Or, or, or even Gamefly. Gamefly. Yeah. For 10 bucks. Like, yeah. You know, um... So they just sent me Zombie Army Four. Speaking of time in the world to play that. <laughs> speaking of um, Xbox One X and PS Five, there's talks about them even getting pushed back because of all this. Yes, the, the, they're they're some games the physical copies, which but even the phys, but even even the consoles themselves. Yeah, I said this is they're taking this very seriously. Which on that end. We've already got enough problems with GameStop practically going out of business. Okay, 
if the virus stops me from getting my collector's edition of Resident Evil 3, I'm going to raise hell. It's bad enough i got to worry about GameStop closing before then. <laughs> well, GameStop said if for some reason they physically close, if you had a pre-order, yeah. somehow, you got to call the GameStop that you were at. And I heard something oh, about them. I bought being, it online. I heard, I, I heard them some. <laughs> if you bought, okay, then you're guaranteed because they're going to ship it to you. Okay. That was, was that was the thing. They said if you bought a hard copy in a store and you have to close the store to let them know and then know. They'll transfer say, your order to an online order. I was going to say, I spent $214 in that collector's mm-hmm. edition. They better send it to me. No, they will. Um, and apparently GameStop is not in a slump that everybody thinks they are. Yeah. I know they were laying off managers for a while. Like, they were left and right, they were firing people. Yeah. But, um... So, game, not, do you want my story from, from the other day? From, go ahead. Okay. Now, bear in mind, I work I work at a grocery store. I'm not going to say the name because I don't know what the legality of that is. But let's just say I worked 12 hours, 12 and a half hours on Monday. These people came in to the store and tried to steal $800 worth of stuff. Toilet paper, paper towels. Like, they went to the self-checkout machine, bagged it up, and then tried to run out the door. How'd that work? Uh, Well, Clark PD was there before, you know. Right. Police department shows up. They got arrested, and not only did they get arrested, the, the the officer told them that because we're in a state of emergency, they're being charged with, like, looting charges. Okay? That's a lot more serious than just stealing. Like, right. you're stealing during a state of emergency, it's considered looting. Okay? And you think that a judge isn't going to take a look at them and go, and try to make an example out of them so people don't start doing it? Gotta I, learn. Basically, what like, that comes down to. But I have I have seen everything in the last week. People, they they dropped the water pallet next to me the other day when I was working. And I'm like, oh no! And literally within seconds, I had 20 people on me asking for water. They weren't even. And then they stopped asking. They just started taking. Like there's a limit of two, and they're just they don't care. They're just running for the door. Well, I love that limit for two because you know, yeah, people think that we're not going to have a plan about that. Like if I yeah. take two. And then I send my wife online with two more. Yeah. It's – you're still going home with more than – and I'm sure you've done it too. You say, sure, it says two. Oh, no, I, I'm trying to actively do good here. I'm, yeah. You know, no, I'm, but I'm saying – but everybody does that. You're yeah. saying it's two It's two per person. It doesn't say two per household. Yeah. You know, prove where you live. You know? They're, they're working on that next. But um, – The eggs are down to a limit of one. Um, it's gotten to the point where things are so crazy like in the frozen aisle that the vegetables, the, the Celeste pizzas, the little – Dollar pizzas, mm-hmm. um, certain ice creams—they're flying off the shelves so fast that we that the companies don't even have anything to send. So now we're getting to the point where the limit's going to be two on vegetables for everything. And like I said, you know, hopefully this will all craze and die down, and we'll. Get I'm waiting things. for I'm waiting for two week in two weeks when oh, and that's another thing. Our store, and I think it's other stores too. We have a no refund policy on anything you buy right now. If you buy anything during this pandemic right now and try to return it later, we will not take it. And we're, we, we we stopped doing uh, rain checks, which I've seen people like literally get escorted out of the store because they started to fight with the person at the counter. Right. But this is this is just something that needs to be done. Like, yeah, it's for. Like, it's for the good right now. I had, is what I it had is. this. I had this this nurse come in, and she was in tears because she needed like cleaning supplies, right? And she couldn't get them because people were just buying them. 
And now now we're doing um, a senior hour when the store opens. Yeah, so is um but so is the grocery store in Kenilworth. Is, is why it's six in the morning, six to seven. Like you're gonna make them get up early and some not not a lot, some people are up that early. Yeah. But even so Yeah. You're gonna get to the store and we started closing at midnight and opening at six. At six o'clock there's a line to get into the store. And everything they, the night guys put out is gone already. So by 10 o'clock, there's nothing left. And then people are like, oh, we haven't had chicken in four days. Five days. Five days. Mm-hmm. We haven't had chicken since Saturday. I jumped into a pallet for ramen soups the other night. I was like, I was like, hey, listen, I make a lot of things out of them. Like, it's not just for soup. Like, I, yeah, we know. We saw your, I make burrito, we saw your videos. I made a prison burrito. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I make all kinds of things out of them. But that's the thing. Like, I never thought I would see the day where you would go down an aisle to buy, like... Packages of soup and there's none. Or people opened up the 12 packs to take one. But that's not how that works. Like, yeah. No, no, no. I, like I said, there was no limit on them, but I only, I only took two 12 packs. That's enough for me for two, three weeks. Right. You know, I'm not going to be, you know, like taking them all. And that's the thing. That's what people need to realize. We really need to just stick together in this. Like, like don't go out there and just be like, oh, I'm going to go to this store and take hand sanitizer. And I'm going to go to this store, then that store, then that store. Because you're taking it from people that need it. Right. You know, like if, like the toilet like the toilet paper. I, I got I got a package off the, uh, the the load when it came in. But I only took one. That's right. all I need. You know, my dad works for the school. My dad is having quite an interesting time at work. They opened the door, showed him, because he's a janitor. He goes, here's what you're going to do. You're going to bleach and clean everything every day. Just come in, bleach when you're done, and go home. You know, my mom's working from home. Right. Know. A lot of people are. You know, and like I said, she's hoping that she can turn it into a permanent thing, which would be great. I said, but you have to do with Albert. She goes, I don't worry about that. I said, this is the dog that barks when there's nothing outside. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, if we don't move on, we're right out of time. Yeah. We like, have to get into the wrestling part of this because yes. if we don't, nothing will get covered. There's yeah. a lot going on there. But, so. But like I said, we're just saying, help each other out. Yes, absolutely. Or, you know, even even your neighbor needs something. Just say, if you're going to the store, just say, "Hey, listen, you need this." Right, this right. Thing. Try. We need to help each other out. This is this is the part where we need to to stick together, because if we don't, things are just going to get worse. Exactly. And the last thing I want is martial law, because if that happens, you'll never be able to leave your house. Yes. So, with that said. Let's bounce off the rope, hit that clothesline, take that bump. Because we got a crazy chairman we gotta talk about. Alright, so let's just get right into this because we're hearing that Vince McMahon was going to run for WrestleMania out of the Performance Center with empty fans. Which would be really, really weird with no people. Which yeah. we kind of thought he was going to do because he wasn't going to spend money to wait till June 7th to put Madison Square Garden because Madison Square Garden gets too damn much money to be on television. And let's be fair, waiting till July would just, like at this point, are you really going to have Cena stick around that long to talk to The Fiend? That Cena's, in, Cena's got things to do, although if they keep canceling movies, probably not. That yeah. in, it'll totally screw up the whole story that he has in mind for Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. So I get why they're doing it this way. But then he Can went I, and made an announcement 
that didn't really make any sense that it will, the official announcement will be on Friday, but it's basically look like it's happened this way. They're now splitting WrestleMania into two nights because they said that they don't want a full seven hours in an empty yes. arena. So That's all Vince's fault. Can I just say that, because I wasn't here on Monday to talk about it. Right. I thought this Friday's SmackDown was solid with no people. I didn't really like. Well, I didn't really want to watch the entire Royal Rumble again on Monday night. I thought like I'd already seen that. Well, what's funny is Vince is actually impressed with the ratings with an empty arena and is considering doing it sometimes even when this is over. He also said that he doesn't like doesn't like wrestling in front of empty people. Yeah, they said SmackDown this Friday may be much like Raw where they replay something. I'm like, please don't. Just let them go out there and talk. Like, right? We haven't heard anything about what happened to Takeover. Well, TakeOver didn't happen. Not yet. The TakeOver was supposed to be in Tampa before WrestleMania on Saturday. So, we'll get to that. Yeah. But they're saying that Saturday will air part of Mania, and Sunday will air a part of Mania, and it's going to be hosted by... Uh, Rob, Rob, whatever that guy is. Yeah, the, the new dude that got signed with the, from the NFL. Who, who immediately signed a deal with WWE. So, so I'm sure he's gonna wrestle my question is, how are they going to choose what matches go where... And who closed? And who's going to finally close at the final night of Mania? Well, I'll tell you right now. One of two things is about to happen. Okay, what do we got? We got a wi- two women's matches, right? Well, technically three because they haven't announced Bailey yet. Yes. So. So you figure at least two of them will be on one show, probably on Saturday. I I can tell you right now, Cena and the Fiend is going to go on on Sunday night because that's what everybody's looking forward to, and Goldberg and Roman will probably close the show on Sunday night. Um, well, I'm hoping that McIntyre and Brock close it Sunday night. That's what that's what I was thinking. It's either that or because if you just put or you know, even close one of them with Edge and Orton, I would say Edge and Orton's probably going to be Saturday night because I, that's I, a last I, I can, man standing. I can tell you right now, and they, Edge said the empty arena is perfect for last man standing because you don't have to worry about hitting fans when you throw things. Right. You know the Mac that, that'll be just fine, which you know unofficially announced, but at this point, we are we're wrestling fans. We're not stupid. Yeah. You know, um, but they Vince somewhere in his crazy mind has to know that you can't just put you know all the women matches on Saturday and this and then Braun and Sami Zayn or something on Saturday because nobody's gonna want to watch it. So you're gonna have to put one of the big title matches or at least yeah something or like that. One or two of the big matches have to be on Saturday. And here's the thing: I'm hearing that he's not gonna do all takeover, but he's gonna blend takeover with. See, that's what I was Mania. wondering. I was wondering if... I'm hearing it, but I'm not sure how true it is, so don't quote me on that. I'm wondering... That's what I was wondering. I was wondering if, if, if they were going to split the matches up but have... Because Charlotte's fighting really anyway. Yeah. So they might as well just do TakeOver mixed in on Saturday night. Because that's that how you get... That match see go Saturday night. Yeah. And that, that, that's a way to keep people interested for two nights. And the Hall was, of Fame has been moved to... SummerSlam, from what I understand. And we're still trying to figure out what the situation is with Bailey. They're real. I mean, unless I'm nuts here, and I'm not even seeing it, they really are teasing a Paige and Bailey feud somehow. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's going to be. You saw that thing that Edge had to drive 17 hours. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's going to be. He couldn't fly. It's in the end of Paige. I'm not sure if it's going to be that Paige will have a feud through the returning Nia Jax with Strumer, or if Paige is going to make an announcement that says, hey, surprise. Yeah, although to be fair, we but, don't hate that either. Yeah, I mean, I would love for Paige to come back. I actually just rewatched Fighting with My Family with my youngest year today. She loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I always put her in my universe when, when it works. You know, yeah, 50% of the time. 
actually my NXT champion right now in universe mm-hmm. mode. But um, so my question to you two, and I'm going to ask the two of you, is Vince out of his mind for splitting it into two nights? Or in a way, is it genius because he knows he has your attention no matter what? Well, you heard about that report about the insurance thing, right? Right. The reason why he uh, he waited for he waited for Tampa to cancel because Vince isn't responsible. Yes. So if he put, that's why they moved it to the Performance Center. Right. Some from what I, I said, I don't know how true any of this is. It could just be speculation. But supposedly, if Orlando says, "Hey, listen, you can't do WrestleMania at the Performance Center either," he can just say, "I tried," and he'll get all that insurance money back. So, but what here's it, the thing, and this is where there's a loophole in it. The thing is. Vince owns that building. Mm-hmm. So, in order for WrestleMania not to happen in that facility, Vince would have to make the call. Yeah. That's how that works. Unless the state walks in and says... Well, even if the state walks in, they can go, there's not a live crowd in here. Mm-hmm. And Vince, they, and Vince they would, would go... Right. to 20 people. Vince would go, right. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, then you're okay. Yeah. You just, you unless, know, unless, you know, un- God forbid it gets worse yeah, from now and then. And then you start saying 10 people. Now, I want to talk about something before we move away from um, the WWE part of this. What did you hear about Roman? The last I heard about Roman, they were concerned about his health. Right. But they, but- and that they were considering not having him walk with the title. Okay. Um, what else? Uh, what I've gathered is if he's not going to win the title, that means Goldberg's going to keep the title. Which, in a panic situation, who would fight Goldberg for the title if Roman can't do it? Well, here's the thing. And this is what I was just talking to my brother-in-law about. If for some reason they put the title on Goldberg and keep it there, then you have to have an underdog basically beat him for it. And what, what, my, when what my brother-in-law was saying is, why not, at this point, you know, uh, start a feud with Goldberg and a charismatic enigma? I, I would say, you there's know, a, there's another story that needs to be told before that. Which is? Bray Wyatt not getting a rematch. But if you're going by those circumstances, the WWE has done away with the whole rematch clause thing. Yeah. So, but for, you have to earn it. I would, I would say, but, but the Fiend earning it would be no problem. Um, how are you gonna have Jeff Hardy beat Goldberg if the Fiend couldn't beat Goldberg? See, this is the the hole they've created by doing that. You because him, you well, Vince has dug himself into who's beatable, who's yeah. not beatable. The who's, thing about the Charles Jeff Hardy thing is they can make a storyline that I know it sounds stupid, but in reality it could work that way too. You got to look at it as well. Jeff Hardy can't keep up with Goldberg. Yeah, I mean, I'm, excuse me, other way around. Goldberg, Goldberg can't, get, can't keep up with the ring post. Goldberg can't keep up with Jeff. So that could be how it could be done where Jeff Hardy is just quicker than him. I vote we have Scott Hall and coming just tar- and just tires him out. <laughs> and then tires him out and Jeff Hardy's able to hit a quick twist of fate and a... Wouldn't surprise me, Joe, if that would really happen. But even so, him hitting a quick twist of fate, this is the man who was able to pull the mandible claw out of his mouth when no one else has been able to do that. Right. Which... Which, had they gone with that being, you know, something, that was fine. Because the second time should have been it. Right. But that's the thing. You, Fiend's gonna, if the Fiend doesn't beat Cena, that's it. Right? Because at that point, what credibility does he have? Goldberg, we just have to deal with it. 
Corona didn't get here fast enough to stop Goldberg that. is going to um, <laughs> Goldberg is going to keep keep having his runs no matter what. Because um, he makes money. Yeah, and, and that's that's the problem with with the booking. When when they when they had Goldberg beat the Fiend, you basically made what Seth did irrelevant because Seth fighting for thirty four minutes inside the Hell in a Cell and having to basically try to kill him. Only for him to just kill, just attack him after that. Then you blew him up at Saudi Arabia, and he just came back up and took the title anyway. You built something that that was kind of their mistake was building something that couldn't be beat, right? Because they had the problem with the Undertaker originally. Remember, they found a way around it. Well, but yeah. Goldberg, Goldberg beating the Fiend. Okay, so what we need is Goldberg. Well, Roman Reigns is not Goldberg. Edge is not Goldberg. Edge is, is Edge is just edge at this point right orton's not goldberg john cena's not goldberg and the only other person that they could realistically and i hate to say this and they better not do this under any circumstance is the only other person that could remotely even beat goldberg was brock would be brock but then realistically how are you gonna have brock take all these claybornes Mm-hmm. And have someone like McIntyre beat Brock, and then you're gonna and then you're gonna sell it as Brock's beating Goldberg. Well, see there, we all know Goldberg can't wrestle more than two minutes, so you know he just but get him Brock's winded. starting to show that too. Like Brock was winded during that Rumble. Yeah, but like I said, see that's the problem. Dewey likes to create these great suit, great characters, but then they put too much plot armor on them, and then just take it away. Right, and that's that's the problem. You can't. You can't book it that way. Now, if Goldberg had wrestled a 35-minute match, got a quick spear, and beat The Fiend, I probably wouldn't have been mad about that. But it was two minutes and four and two moves. You know? And Brock Lesnar's not going to go in there and suplex The Fiend <coughs> like 15 times because he's just going to keep standing up. Right. They should have did that at Survivor Series, The Fiend versus Brock. I would have wa- loved that match. The Fiend, Brock, and Adam Cole. That's what they should have done. Yeah, that would have been... Because Adam Cole could have taken that pin and it would have been... Irrelevant. Yeah. Because yeah. Adam Cole was in, a, was in a losing situation and he was going to go down fighting. Yeah. You know? So, and the other thing is this. Let's talk about the tapings for the empty arenas. Because they're just going to progress for a little bit as we as we start to get through with what's going on. Um, they have to start getting more people in the building. You can't keep airing backs. Mm-hmm. Now, it was good to tell the story for the tag titles because, you know, whatever they're going to do at, at WrestleMania makes sense. It's good that they re-aired the Rumble so you knew that McIntyre was no contender. It made sense. But moving forward from this after Mania, you're going to start showing masters from Mania for free? People are going to be fucking pissed if they spend the money. Yeah. So, what are they going to... So. I mean, what are you going to do? Show the show the Shield versus the Wyatt family from Elimination Chamber? <laughs> like, you know, blur Dean Ambrose out? Yeah. <laughs> what, they did a Benoit? <laughs> That's the only thing I worry about. Like, they're not going to do anything creative. See, AEW last night showed that you can have a great show in an empty arena. WWE is kind of showing their holes. Although I will say, watching Cena and Bray Wyatt talk to each other on SmackDown in an empty arena... Was the most uncomfortable thing I've ever seen in my yes. entire life. <laughs> At the same time, it was almost like watching a beautiful work of art be made. Yeah. But being terrified the whole Tell time. Tell me you weren't uncomfortable during everything Bray was saying in an empty arena. 
Well, I'm sitting there going, Bray Wyatt's going, uh, Bray Wyatt is a loser. He did this to himself. I'm like, you watch your mouth. Right. Part-timer. You watch your mouth. And then Bray <laughs> came out. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> and then Bray came out, and that promo was just the most uncomfortable thing I've ever watched. Like, even without the, <laughs> even without the Firefly puppets, yeah. I, it was uncomfortable. But it was uncomfortable in a way that it should have been. Right. You know, like... The Firefly Funhouse is just something you see on a screen. To watch him stand there and, like, you start seeing him twitch because he's struggling to stay in control of himself. Exactly. Those little things. That's what Randy Orton talks about all the time is the, your facial expressions, your your body acting. Bray Wyatt can do that. I think Edge had a great promo. On Absolutely. Raw. Oh, yeah. But that's the thing. For promos, the empty arena works. Yes. There's no talking. I can hear what they're saying. Unless you're... S- Unless you suck on the mic, which, yeah. you know, no offense, uh, Bailey kind of proves she's not good on the mic. Uh, that that could have just been nerves because it's an empty arena. It's something new. Yeah, like you, I said, I will say empty arena matches were a little weird. Yeah. But I would rather watch them wrestle in the empty arena than put on a half-assed show for three hours. Right. But do more of it. Don't yes. show us footage. Like I don't want to wa- I didn't want to watch the Royal Rumble again. I watched all of it when it was on. But I appreciated it because it did go with the. Yes. It did go with, the, with the, what they were trying to but do. If they were At- smart, they should have advertised it. Yeah. So people would have said, "Because people, oh, they're going to air the whole Royal Rumble." I didn't see that, so yeah. You know, let me get or, over there. Tonight. Or hey, I saw it? the Royal Rumble. What else are you going to offer me? They gave yeah. us one match for like four minutes. And then the rest of it was just pretty much the rumble and yeah, talking. Yeah, they gave us Ray Although I will say, and we had Oscar on commentary. Yeah. Although I will say, Byron was getting funny. stunned was hysterical. Yeah. Byron got stunned a few times, even after the fact. Yeah. Him, yeah. Him and the Street Profits got. Stunned. I think he should have stunned Becky. That would have been great. No, well, Be- Becky stunned him last time. Yeah. Yeah. So he he was like, I'm gonna. T- the funny part about it was uh, now, the jokes that Stone Cook kept making with the with all the ratings. A cheap crowd. A cheap crowd. <laughs> And that's the thing. Yeah. That kind of thing works for an empty arena when you when you kind of need ratings because there's nobody there. Right. But like having having him come out to the live crowd, the live crowd's going to either chant for it and be, "All right, I saw what I wanted to see," or they're going to boo him because they don't want to see it, like Goldberg. <laughs> yeah. So and we I- want you guys' opinions. Did Vince lose his mind? Um, I is, 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 is WrestleMania being split tonight's a good thing? You know, give us your feedback on Anchor. Um, there's ways to do it. Yeah. Um, so let us know. But now we got to talk about AEW. We got to turn things around because there's a dark order we got to talk about in AEW. There's a lot of things we got to talk about in AEW. Oh, and by the way, the Vince. Product out there. By the way, Vince, I'm only saying this once and then I'm going to throw this out there because it'll make Frankie laugh because he knows my obsession with it. AEW was able to do pyro on an empty show. Just saying. I, that's because you love pyro. <laughs> to be fair, though, every time the pyro goes off, he's going, my money. <laughs> yeah. Listen, you can AEW up- doesn't have to worry about money. Listen, this one's telling me he's going to shoot pyro at the performance center. Yeah, watch the performance center catch on fire. You can set it off the roof. They've done it. They've done, they can do pyro in the performance center, but it can't be as big as it normally yeah. is. Then they can shoot off the roof. I vote that 2K should have the ability to, for us to have our own pyro next year. Like to change the the, the show intro pyro. Because I hate having to use the default Hey, listen. Ones. Be happy that we're going to get a decent game that they're trying to fix first. Then let's work on that. Okay? I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'll be surprised if we even get half a game this year. All right. AEW. Yeah. All right. So into AEW, 
Let's just let's cut right into it. Um, empty arena for AW, whole different atmosphere. Yes, I mean you had. But I feel like if if if, if we didn't have this pro this situation going on, that arena would not have been empty. It would have been full. It would have been full. But, but I guess I want to did something that I like. They had the other. They had other wrestlers watching. I just want to point something out here that it was hysterical watching MJF and Shane. Sean Spears. Yeah, I mean, Sean Spears. Gamble. Gamble off the other matches. <laughs> like, that's the thing. This is what you have to do. You don't have a crowd. You have a whole locker room full of wrestlers. Make a crowd. You can right. have No Way Jose leaving leave a conga line out, out in Section B. And be like, <sighs> like I, hope, I hope Brock walks by and just throws him. Heck, I'd be waiting for Brock to come out and slam him because that'd probably be the best night, part of the night. So... <laughs> You want to know about talk about first in dark order? Well, how did AEW kick off? It kicked off with Cody Rhodes. And a based, great promo. A great promo, basically talking about what's going on in this time frame and how we all have to work together, which then cut into... His m- match with the... Yeah, his, ga- his match. Well, I can't say war games. Um, blood, uh, blood and Guts. And then Omega came out. And then Matt Jackson came out. And then he did an awesome segment where they just said, you know what? Let's just open the show, mm-hmm. which was amazing how they did it. And then your first match was was it the, Jungle Boy and no, it was no, the Lucha Brothers, the Lucha Brothers, uh, the young best friends, oh, best friends, which I just, they worked their asses off. That was mm-hmm. a great match. Uh, yes, that was a great match. Uh, you would not even—I didn't even realize when I was watching that match that the crowd was not even there. Like I was. Glued onto what they were doing. Yeah, and then, afterwards, uh, Lucha Brothers cheated. Yes, yeah. and uh, what happened was best friends said on the mic, "We want you ne- uh, next dynamite in a street fight in a parking lot." Which is funny because Kenny Omega says he doesn't even know if there's going to be a dynamite <laughs> next week. They don't well. know, but there will be. Tell them to come to Rawway. We got a parking lot. <laughs> and then was um. The female match, which I really didn't pay too much attention to. I'm going to be honest. I just, you know, I was... I was listening to it. Yeah, I was on my phone at that point. But, Frankie, you watched it. How was the female match? It was good. I I enjoyed it. I think they have a strong women's division. Christian Statlander, I think, is is very talented. (laughs) And uh, AEW needs to use their women more. That's the thing. Penelope Ford looked good. You know, I've seen these uh, women before in the Indies. They're very good. Yes. Their women's division is very strong, and they know at least they know how to use them properly. You know, they I do, but they don't. But they don't. But they don't put them on TV enough. Yes, that's what I was going to say. That's that's what they need to do. Like they need. Well, to, sometimes they're on dark on yeah. YouTube. Right. That's what you have to watch and keep up with. Yeah, pretty much. You're, they do have two shows essentially. Um, the other thing was, it was a different change of pace seeing uh, Brandy be the announcer because Josh Roberts couldn't make it. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. Yeah, I mean, she did a good job. Yeah, we had Triple H on commentary. Yeah, that will. Um, then we got into... I um, I'm horrible with names. I'm still learning AEW. Bear with me. Then we had Jungle Boy and... Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus versus... Butcher and the Blade. Butcher and the Blade, which actually was pretty decent as well. Yes. I, I thought that was good. Yes. Um... Let me tell you, 
it, Luchasaurus it, can wrestle. Yeah, Luchasaurus. <laughs> no, WWE passed the ball on him. Yeah, they had him and they dropped him and they. For a big guy, he can... He can move. He, he can move. He reminds me of a larger Aleister Black. Like, he's got a lot of power behind him. But then, you know, WWE may have passed on him, but then look at the stuff Keith Lee can do that you can't mm-hmm. explain. So, they they each have I, their... But look at the stuff Keith, Luke, Keith Lee can do while he's still in NXT before he goes ends up on Raw, and then they end up not using him for a year. <laughs> right. But, you know, back to over here. Um, yeah. Then they went and cut a phenomenal promo with MJF. Yeah. I have to say, he's got to be the greatest heel in wrestling right now. Yes, he is. He's got to be. He's one of the greatest heels in wrestling because, you know, I'm going to give you an example. I'll throw a rock at this motherfucker. I'm going to give you an example on why I say that. (laughs) He's one of the greatest right now as far as promo-wise and Mm heel-wise because, like Ryan Reynolds, when he's playing Deadpool... Mm-hmm. MJF is not acting. Yeah, MJF is just saying what he feels. Like mm-hmm. that's MJF on a regular basis, according to yeah. a lot of people. That's just him. Mm-hmm. Very real. Now he, now from what I hear, you meet him, he could be very cool. Mm-hmm. But make no mistake about it, I hear from a lot of people too that MJF could be that prick. Yeah, and and you can see it. He can be like old Randy, right? Like like Taz would say, I'm a prick. But I'm a fair prick. Mm-hmm. So, then... Yeah, the Dark Order. The Dark segment. Order segment. Now, I don't want to brag too much about this. Called it. But I <laughs> pretty much knew right off the bat that oh, it was going to be Luke Harper. I knew right away that it was not going to be Matt Hardy. No matter how many times no, that you man... you said you didn't think it was Matt Hardy. You never said it was Luke Harper. I said it's going to be either Luke Harper or it's going to be... Um, like someone else that I would yeah, but and I ha- gave you your your deal, yes, Lewis. But having yeah. said that, he was using the word obsolete. And it ain't the- Luke Harper's Brody Lee. Yeah. Yes, sorry. Although to be fair, but, but having said that, they were using the whole obsolete and delete thing too much for it to be Matt. Like he was saying yeah. it too many times. And then that he came out and he's doing his promo, and I'm sitting there and I'm listening to him talk about being the leader, and I'm like. He is quoting Negan from The Walking Dead. He really is. And he was. If you go back, I mean, some of it is paraphrased. Now, go back to 616 from The Walking Dead and watch the things that Negan says to Rick and then watch the promo from Brody Lee. Right. Especially about kicking doors in and not escaping punishment. <laughs> I was, I'm sitting there like, he is quoting Negan right now and I'm not mad about it. Because I, I, I'm going through Twitter. I'm like, how has how is nobody noticed this? Now, for this? those of you that only know him as Luke Harper... You're in for a real treat because the Brody Lee character is something to watch. Absolutely, we've seen the Brody Lee. I've seen him wrestle. I've seen him wrestle as Brody Lee. Frankie's seen him wrestle as Brody Lee. He is hard yeah, too. He's you know, he was part of a weird group back then. If you could find yeah. the footage from like JAPW and stuff, I don't mm-hmm. remember what the group was called, but it was interesting. And Brody Lee getting his own stable is definitely gonna be something to watch. Yeah. I felt I felt almost as if as if uh, he had graduated from Bray Wyatt's cult to get his own cult. Basically, that's how it's that's how you felt. Then after I liked how they made you think like the exalted one wasn't there still, mm-hmm. and then the promo came up, and then the lights came back on, and then he was standing in the ring. 
And then all of a sudden, he dropped Daniels and Kazarian. Yeah. And he's here. And like I said, he... We all know he can talk. Oh, yeah. WWE refused to let him talk. They just made him, had to make those weird whistling noises. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. But, um... Uh, sneaking. <laughs> which you might as well start doing now. Yeah. So... And then... And after that was did you see another the promo, match, wasn't it? What promo? The one with Moxley where he said... Yes. He said he doesn't care where the fight is. He just... You tell him where to be and he's going to show up and fight you. Yes. Like, yeah. They did an earlier promo with Moxley. Because he, he wasn't there, right? N- uh, I didn't see him. I don't know. If, if he, he was, was he was there. hanging out. They didn't bring him out. He, yeah. like, he was still playing it off. Of course they played off. He was too hurt. They yeah. won't let him in the arena. Drove off in the blue car he still has from when Jericho gave yeah. it to him. And he said he'll be back for blood and guts. Mm-hmm. And he's going to interfere somehow. Yeah. You know that crazy bastard will. He's going to show up with a fork in one hand and the title in the other. And an eye patch. Just yeah. some parry. But anyway. He's going um, to have two eye patches. He's nah. going to wrestle blind. So after <laughs> the Luke Harper segment, we, we had the main event. The main event. Now, the main event was... The inner circle with Jericho commentating, by the way. By the way. Hysterical. Yeah. Um, Can we point out Sammy Guevara singing Jericho yeah, song yes, with um, MJF? That man is tone deaf, <laughs> by the way. But anyway, uh, Taz was that like. That was classic. Taz was like, make him stop. Jericho goes, no. I can't make him, make him stop. I'm waiting to see a video of Italy singing Judas in the streets. <laughs> but, um, so, th- so then. Jericho couldn't keep a straight face. No, he was trying to stay in character. But the match. It was Santee's, uh, Santana and Ortiz again, uh, and Jake Hager versus Cody, Hamman Page, and Matt Jackson. Can we talk about the super kick that well, I think it was Santana took, where he like wobbled like a fish and then landed on his face? And I was like, "What the hell? Just why do I like this?" Like, right? I thought it was um, hysterical. Match great. Um, it was for the. It was for who gets the winner advantage for the blood and guts right. match. Uh, it lo- still happening next week, right? Or are we as, as of right now? Yeah. Uh, Matt called for the indie taker move. You know the pile driver. Hangman was going to do it, but he got clipped on the top ring apron. Right. And uh, I think it was Santana rolled up. Matt Jackson one two three. Jericho group wins, and then Jericho just goes off on this promo. Jericho went off on a promo basically saying that um, he doesn't care what's going on around the world, that he's going to start banning fans. No, he bans fans from every wrestling show. Yeah. He doesn't need dipshit fans <laughs> because... They're all going to chant They're all going to chant Cody, Hangman, uh, Omega, basically. Matt, I don't need... And, and, then, like, and then he's like, the inner circle, we never fight, we never argue, we drink the bubbly. And then he's like, and then he's got Jake Hager doing push-ups with Sammy Guevara sitting on him. And then he goes, Sammy, hit on Brandy Rhodes. And he's hitting on Brandy Rhodes. <laughs> Jericho, we put the dollar on his forehead. <laughs> and then... And then all of a sudden, Nick we got Jackson. one minute left, and then we hear a buzzing noise. And Nick Jackson grabs the mic, and then... and. That basically said you one. thought that we were outnumbered, but um, I'm cashing a favor that I had. I helped somebody uh, out. Now they're helping me out. And I, then I asked them on a favor, and they helped me out. And then piano music hits. All the way, we look up to the rafters. There's Matt Hardy in the broken gimmick. 
And, and he's let's the not forget, man. Let's not forget the android in the ring. Yes. The android landed in the ring. And that was basically um, how wrestling went this week. Now, with AEW. With AEW, um, I thought. And, and, and then with NXT going against it, NXT just did highlights. Through, yeah, NXT did highlights. So, so you know, I can't wait to see what those ratings are. Right. Mm-hmm. But we got to talk about one more thing before we cut out here because uh, we got a lot in. We did. Yeah. But one thing we forgot to mention before the um the whole Matt Hardy segment was the whole interesting segment be- with um didn't take time. Matt Hardy's already got an all delete wrestling shirt. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. But um and go shop on AEW. Yes, I'm promoting that. Even yes. Bro- Brody Lee and Matt Hardy's got new shirts already. Hey, yeah. listen, even if you're a WWE oh, no, fan as well, even go to shop. But I want to talk about something. two new shirts yeah. each. I want to talk about something interesting that caught my attention. And I don't know if it caught your attention, but I like where Jake the Snake is going with... Oh, Lance Archer. Lance Archer. Yeah. That was an interesting um Some people thought Lance segment. Archer was going to be the exalted one. And I was like, that, that'd yeah. be now. No, I was like... We knew it had to be someone with the... Right. I like... Did you see that segment where he's just beating everybody in that ring and Jake Roberts is just... Mm-hmm. That was an interesting way of promoting him. Like, they're yeah. gonna... Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he's Moxley's next feud. Yeah. I think Moxley's next feud is gonna be Hager. Uh, Archer looks like he's going after Cody. Mm-hmm. Because right. Because Jake the Snake basically said to Cody, I can't... You know, if you listen to that promo, he said to Cody... I'm here to take your share. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be an interesting couple of weeks. Now, the next time we're here will be next week. So we'll do it around this time again. That way AEW has aired and Mm -hmm. Raw has aired. Unless there's a break in news, it's got to be covered. And, you know, Vince decides to change his mind another 700 times. Yeah. Well, he does that a lot. He does do that a lot. He's going to change his mind tomorrow and we're going to be like, damn it. Or no. (laughs) She's mine right after the podcast ends. Like last week. Yeah. <laughs> but um Thank you guys for tuning in. <coughs> we love you all. Um LJH. Negan Mox. Frankie X. And stay safe. Take care of one another. And that's all we can ask during this time. Everybody just come together as a group. And we'll talk to you all soon. And erase your mind and do the muscle man dance. Judas in my mind. And just remember, we're always here. We will record the podcast. You just have to let us in. Let me in. <laughs>